Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. Your hosts, Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox with Thomas Thrash from Hootens.com. Your source for Arkansas high school football. You're now between the mats. Welcome to Between the Mats. I am Matt McJunkins. You are live here in the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. It's a awesome week 10 show we got coming up here. I got my man, Maddie Stats Wilcox. How you doing, Maddie? I'm doing great. Awesome, man. And, of course, with Hootens. Football is Thomas Thrash. How you doing, Thomas? I'm doing great. I'm emotionally just drained and kind of recovering from last Friday's big low Conway Christian game. <laughs> Man, I, like it was the weirdest score early. Like it was just like, were they playing baseball? It was two to nothing. Yeah, yeah. Big, yeah. Bigelow didn't yeah. have a snap that wasn't over their head. Really? Uh-huh. Blooping a blast and yep. two zero lead. Dang. <laughs> and then so, I mean, it was a really. Big week in general with with some conference championship, you know, implications. But also, leading into this week, some games made this week even more important. Absolutely. And, and so, this you talk about emotional. Oh, you talk about emotional. Yeah. This week, I, you know, I spent a long, large part of today going through and trying to peg down all of the potential scenarios for playoffs. You can't. And I did get finished in – then found out I was not even close. <laughs> not even doing it right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wasn't even doing it right. So I finally stopped and just when I got to a three-way tie and said, and then we'll see. <laughs> it's like doing your math homework and feeling like you did really good. Really good. And you just did it. Like on the right. ACT, I'm like, oh, yeah, I got it. I mean, I, all my answers were on that, you know, A or B or C. <laughs> Listen, if my algebra teacher, Miss Tallman, if she uh, graded my work, there'd been a lot of red marks. <laughs> a lot of red marks. Oh, me. So, we uh, we got some big games this week. We talked – we just mentioned we're going to all be going to some big games this week. Absolutely, yeah. Talking about Thursday nights first. There's 20-something, 20 24 Thursday night games. Yeah. And that's why me and Matt are going to be able to go to one this week because it's on a Thursday night because we'll still have to call a Greenbrier game on Friday. And where are you going to go? Where are you going to go, Okay, Matt? so, I mean – I. No surprise here. <laughs> My plan is to head to South Pike County, a.k.a. Murfreesboro. Rattler the 9-0 Murfreesboro. Yep, yeah. taking on 9-0 and Mineral <laughs> with Springs. With an asterisk. Oh, with an asterisk. Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> so, they're going to play the Hornets, and that's going to be a huge matchup. You know, it's been cool watching, watching social media this week because, obviously, I'm friends with a lot of people from down there growing up there. And so you, you kind of see both sides. A lot of people know each other going back and forth. And But the big thing is, is everybody's asking, when was the last time these two teams were undefeated? Well, I was just fixed to say, I mean, it's just it, you don't get these kind of scenarios just but ever so often. That's right. I mean, you look back two years ago, Cooper's senior year, them Dim and Valonia, their biggest rival were both 9-0 and playing for a conference title. It's the same deal. Yeah. I mean, it is. I believe it was 93. It was either 93. It might have been 94. I think thirty-one it years ago, I think it would have been the the ninety-four class they played in ninety-three. Yeah, in the fall, that's right. That was our that was when our book came out. It's ninety-three. I was a manager, like a ball boy manager, you know, water boy, and we were both we were both uh, undefeated. I think they beat us seven to six in Mineral Springs. Is that right? Wow. I mean, you, you got it. You got it all over the state this week, though. You got that one. You got Conway Bryant. 
I mean, you can go down the list. There's so many good games. Greenwood host Little Rock Christian. Yeah, I mean, that's this is unreal. Seven eight, the conference championship. The best two teams are playing. Six A, the best two teams are playing. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Kind of off topic a little bit in our Pee Wee. You know, I'm big into Pee Wee with with Clint and, my, and the. That's what grade. everybody wants to hear. Right. Well, <laughs> I just wanted to bring this up because <laughs> it is such a unique situation where in our conference there's several teams. You know. But in all four Super Bowls, third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade, and sixth grade, Greenbrier is playing Bologna. That's pretty awesome. All right, so in, in what years will that be? Uh, fourth grade, uh, so eight years. Clint, what year did you graduate? 31. So 2031 literally That's, will he's be the a fifth. big, he's the big fifth. matchup. He's the fifth, so sixth grade would be 30. Yeah. So it would be 26 to 30. No, it'd be thirty. No, it'd be thirty to yeah. thirty-three. Yeah, that's right. That's gonna be a huge year. It's a huge year <laughs> for the Green Greenbrier. Who knows? Bunyan. We might be two A then. We might be seven A. I'm gonna say we'll be closer to seven. <laughs> I'm gonna say yeah. you're probably right. We need more private schools. You know, used to we didn't want private schools. Now we want more of them. <laughs> hey, if Liberal Christian goes to the to the finals, then they jump up seven A. That's, that's right. right. And Catholic. So, and I don't know if Catholic will, but imagine if they played in the. In the finals, so then three private schools would go up. Wow! Then Southside would move down. Bentonville West is the third. Is that right? Are they the third? If, uh-huh. I, th- I think if Bentonville, if that's so, insane. If three of them go, and Southside does not want to. Yeah. So they've petitioned to. to so like, kind of like if if that happens, they may not want to or may petition. So hmm. and then maybe Bentonville West. I mean, Shaw Christian gets to the finals; they're gone. Yeah, they're going to 6A. That's, That's right. right. I no, mean, our yeah, academy's going to be 5A next no, year. No, no, Shiloh has to win a play, playoff Just a playoff game. game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, yeah, they don't have yeah, to go all yeah, the way. Harding, right. Harding has to win a playoff game. They yeah. move up to 5A. And that's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. It, it better. In both scenarios, that's going to happen. That's right. That's right. All right, so our sponsors, American Safeguard Insurance. Hey, we want to write all of your insurance, all of it, every single bit. <laughs> So let us do it. They even do pet insurance. That's right. <laughs> I found out the other day we can do that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, give us a shout. We want to write your home auto life and your commercial. Globe Life, Liberty National, Everett Associates. Uh, saw Jason Everett again this weekend. I got to see him when he wasn't at the Texas Rangers game. Right. Yeah, because, you know, Globe Life is their stadium, yeah. their sponsor. So they get the in on that deal. It's a pretty sweet deal. It is. It is. Uh Call your roof and cooking some burgers next week. For is it, it's next week. It is. What day is it? Wednesday. It's okay. the eighth. Yeah. Because the games are on the third. Yeah. The second and the third. So eighth will be the following. You say Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Yep. Wow. So big things over there. At Call your roofing. Glad we got all three of these behind us. Yes. All right. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we're fixing to get things started. We got a lot to talk about. Big enough to serve you. Small enough to care. That's not just a tagline. It's what we believe at Collier Roofing and Seamless Gutters. We also believe that relationships are more important than sales figures. By focusing on relationships, we have been blessed with 10 years in this industry. The Collier Roofing team will celebrate those 10 years of service in November, the month of thanks and gratitude. To commemorate this achievement and provide an expression of our thanks, we invite our trusted partners, clients, and friends to join us in a celebration on Wednesday, November the 8th. For details, follow Call Your Roofing LLC on Facebook. Your insurance is only as good as your agent. At American Safeguard Insurance, we have excellent agents. I'm Tori Martin, Personal Lines Manager with ASI. 
Our team makes customer service a priority. American Safeguard Insurance does everything in-house from personal to commercial, bonds to life and health. We will work fast and efficiently for you. Stop by and meet the ASI family in our new location at 1165 Bob Courtway Drive or visit americansafeguardins.com for a free quote. Experience more coverage, more savings, and more service with American Safeguard Insurance. All right, we're back here in the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. It's time for our top tens for week 10, and I got my man, Matty Stats. Yes, sir. So week 10, 7A, final top 10 of the year, right? We don't do them in playoffs. Nope. So Bright stays number one, eight and one on the season, beat North Little Rock 52 to 21. Man, what a big game we've got in Faulkner County Friday as they will take on the 9-0, and number two-ranked Wampus Cats. You know, we kind of talked about it last week. Does Conway go up in a trap game against Jonesboro, a team that had won three in a row? Yeah. Didn't even make it a question mark. No. I mean, they no. they just put put the pedal to the metal and took yeah. care of business. And, and, and Bryant also. Yes, that's right. They, they You know, we kind of wonder because they haven't been playing as flashy of a score. Right. And they went and just thumped. Probably their best offensive game. I of think the year. so for sure. Yeah, so that's going to be a great ball game. Conway's expecting like fifteen thousand people. Yeah, I'm gonna get there about three o'clock, <laughs> and both, maybe earlier. Yeah, and both just, teams undefeated in conference. Yeah, that'll be for the one seed. For in the, the one seed, and so uh, I talked to uh, Buck James about that trap game too. He was scared scared of uh, Jonesboro. He, I mean, so I know he was preaching that whole thing oh, the yeah. whole time, and so was Coach Sanders at Bryant. Yeah, but you know, if you're Bryant kids. Versus Conway kids, Bryant really wants to beat Conway for their old coach. Yeah, you know Conway just wants to beat Bryant because it's Bryant because it's Bryant. Yeah, but well, Bryant to, Conway wants to win a state championship. Yeah, yeah, but Bryant really this can be an emotional game playing your old coach. I don't know how that's going to feel. Yeah, I mean, not many people get to feel that way. I mean, you know, the guy that brought you four straight straight state championships is on the other side right now. Sure. There's you more want of to a, beat him emotional presence for them for Bryant, but Conway's just. Not ever been able to get it done. No, they've they, always lost the big one. They have, and now they've, they've got the two right Bryant. Yeah. Most of the time, yes. <laughs> Most of the time, yeah. yeah. But it, you know, even in the playoffs, yeah. you know, no, exactly. Uh, but now they've got a chance with the right guys in place and maybe the right coach too. I'm telling you, man, that, that Conway defense is playing phenomenal. Yes, and that's been their Achilles heel. It has. Mm-hmm. All right, number three is Fayetteville. The Purple Dogs beat Heritage 35-7. to They finished number three in our top ten. They will pro- play at home against Springdale Harbor. I want to ask something real quick. Okay. Sorry to interrupt. All good. Drake Lindsay. Yes, sir. He's a Lindsay. Mm-hmm. Of the family, the Lindsay family. <laughs> right. One of the best quarterbacks in the state. How does Arkansas not show him any interest? I can't answer that. I really don't He's know. He's going to Minnesota. Well, we don't know. Maybe he doesn't show Arkansas any, any interest. Think I mean, I don't know. Maybe I, just wants to get out of town. I don't know. I mean, that that is a weird. I mean, because because it's not just a good kid, a good quarterback in Fayetteville, it's getting legacy. overlooked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's people that put a lot of money into that school. Yeah, no so doubt. You just think, you just wonder. Surely, there's it's been like some Frank convers- Royal's son. There's <laughs> right. like getting overlooked. That's right. I mean, there's had to have been some conversations had. Had to have been. Yes, yeah. I agree. All right, number four is Bentonville, six and three on the season. They beat Springdale fifty-four to ten. They will play their crosstown rival, Bentonville West, at Bentonville West on Friday. That should be a good ball game. Number five is Bentonville West. They finished seven and two. Uh, 
they are seven and two. Beat Southside twenty four to twenty one in a good ball game. Good game. Southside is really good too. I think I picked that. I, I don't remember. I, I had it picked until the very end. <laughs> I switched. Right. Number six, Rogers six and three beat Harbor sixty three twenty one. They will play Rogers Heritage. Number seven, Cabot five and four on the season beat Northside thirty one to seven. And by the way, Cabot beat that Benton West team earlier this season. Yeah, yeah, they did. That's yeah. right. which is which is crazy. Yeah, we, and that was kind of before Bentonville West really got the train. They rolling. got the train rolling yeah. later after that. Yes. Number nine is Jonesboro, four and five. They lost to Conway, forty nine to six. They will play at Central, and that will be for some playoff uh, seating purposes. There, I tried. only for uh, Jonesboro. Jonesboro only. Yeah. And then North Little Rock uh, is number ten. They're three and six as they lost to Bryant, fifty two twenty one, and they will go to Cabot. Yep. Now, who is officially out in this in the Central? Is it so? Central is out. Yeah, and then Central's Southwest out. is playing yeah. who this week? So Southwest will play Northside for the six. For the six. Yeah. Seed. So that that's that right. game is at is it at Northside or is it here? Uh, uh, that's that's at Southwest. Okay, big game. Yeah, Friday. for sure, no doubt for them. I mean, for the six. And, and if and if North Little Rock was to beat Cabot, beat Cabot, then we're looking at a three way tie. Yeah, it throws everything into a yeah. mess. It's so, just, and this is the least messy conference <laughs> yeah, there is. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, one and two is no doubt. Like, after Friday night. Yeah. There's no doubt. But then after that, it kind of depends on what happens. Yeah, so Brighton Conway will be one and two regardless. And then three, four, and five will either be Cabot, North Little Rock, or Jonesboro. Right. Don't, don't know how it's going to play out. And that's then right. number six will be Fort, Fort Smith Northside or, or South, Southwest. Yeah. And then on the top, the top's pretty much set in stone unless something just wild happens. Uh, if now Bentonville and West, Bentonville are West playing are playing for, playing the two for Tuesday, yeah. yeah, yeah, they're playing for the two three. If Southside beats Springdale, they will be the five, and Harbor will get the six. Well, so. I mean, it's been a long, it's been a while since Bentonville was playing for the two seed, sure, and it's been even longer since West was playing for the two seed, <laughs> right. or if they ever have. Yeah, so Fayetteville will be one, Bentonville West. Or Bentonville will be two and three. Is it at Bentonville or Bentonville West? It's at West. Rogers is locked at four, right? Rogers at four, Southside, and then Harbor. As, as long as Southside takes care of business. Yeah, they beat Springdale. That's yeah. right. Yeah. All right. So, Greenwood pulled it out Friday night. They pulled, broke pulled the, it out. <laughs> bro, broke the 10-year the ten year ten year streak. Record. Yeah. Uh, at, at PA, 58-33. It was a close game until the second half. Uh, yeah, it was close. But it was – I mean, Greenwood had it. I mean, Green, PA played pretty well. PA for, – I mean, for what they – And they but, closed it to within three at one yes. point. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, the interceptions and fumble returns. Yeah, wheels kind of fell off. Yeah. But Greenwood's just a better team. Yeah. I think so too. Uh, number two, Benton. Oh, oh, I didn't mention number one. Greenwood will play Little Rock Christian at home. Such a big Friday game. night. <laughs> number two, Benton, eight and one, <laughs> beat West Memphis fifty six to thirty one. They'll play Sheridan Friday night at home. Little Rock Christian eight and one, beat Greenbrier fifty five to seven, and they will go to Greenwood. You Friday were at night. that game. Maddie and I were both at that game. How'd along, it go? With, along with Justin Acree. Not for very long, but we were at the game. Yeah, we didn't have to be there very long. That's good. <laughs> they turned the mercy rule after about the second minute. <laughs> no, no, but, I mean, it was 35-0 in the first quarter. Yeah. And pretty much everything that could go wrong for Greenbrier did. Um, but was it because of yes, Christian? Part, partly. Partly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean so, we, we, we had some unforced errors. Yeah. I mean, 
Little Rock Christian defense is every bit as advertised. And, yes. and hey, Jake Field had his another another interception. Yeah. Was it four Five. in a row that he had? Where he had yeah, a pick four six. pick sixes in a row, and then and then he only had a pick this game. Yeah. That's tough. And yeah. it was a heck of a pick. Was it was a great pick. He, he dove and caught it. Yeah. Um, but their offense was. Unstoppable. Like, I mean, I, is this Walker's what, best performance? Well, so from what we've heard, yes. From what I've seen, I've watched him play several times. That's the best I've seen him throw the football. I mean, and, and they they were smart too because we we've, we've got after the quarterback a lot this year, and they rolled him out of the pocket, which he's very mobile, and yeah. I mean, he just showed off his arm several times. Yeah, he's got a he's got a cannon. He does. He, he, I mean, it was. I'm telling you, after watching them, I, let me say this. The team we saw the night against Greenwood when we played them and the team we saw the night against Little Rock Christian when we played them, I would have picked the Little Rock Christian team to win. The, the over Greenwood? Those nights. Yes. Okay, so Greenwood, yeah. But who are you going to pick? We'll see. Okay. <laughs> okay, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. All right, number four, PA. Uh, they're 7-2 and two after losing to Greenwood, 58-33. to 33. They are going to be the three seed in that conference, and they will go to Lake Hamilton Friday night. You know what's crazy? So we sit here and talk about how PA's, you know, they're down. They're not having a very good year. They're going to end up eight and two, more yeah. than likely. And then, yeah. And then they'll <laughs> oh, probably yeah. make the semifinals. I mean, the wor- worst case scenario, they're going to have three losses on the season. <laughs> right. Right. They're, they'll yeah. make the semifinals because they're going to yeah. play. Uh, uh, who is who are they going to play? Uh, I mean, they're going to play like El Dorado. They're playing El Dorado first, then Marion second, and then Greenwood, who are, or the winner of the Greenwood Christian game yeah. in the semis. Yeah. They're not going to play El Dorado, I don't think, are they? Uh, El Dorado will probably get it. El Dorado is probably going to be the six. Yeah. They'll play the, the six. three six. Oh, because yeah. they'll be buys, mm-hmm. won't they? Yeah, they'll yeah. be buys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I got you. I got you. All right. So, uh, number five, Marion, 8 and 1, beats Sylvan Hills, 61 to 22. They will play Catholic at home Friday night. Pretty big game there. Mm-hmm. Number six, West Memphis, six and three, lost to Benton, fifty six thirty one. They play at Cersei, even bigger game. Yeah, for for playoff purposes. That's it right. Is. That's right. Uh, number seven, Catholic. We mentioned, or no, we haven't mentioned number six. Number seven, Catholic, six and three, lost to El Dorado, twenty two to twenty one. How did that happen? They Do not know. You know, that's the second time this year that. Catholic kind of laid an egg. Kind of dropped the ball. I don't want to say laid an egg, but underperformed maybe. Well, West Memphis. Yeah. And West Memphis, though, is not bad. No, they're, they're not. not. Bad. El Dorado is, is – well they, – They haven't been great this year. They haven't. Catholic will play at Marion Friday night. That's a big one. Number eight, Cersei, 6-3, beat Jacksonville, 56-27. We mentioned already they're going to play at home against West Memphis. All right. Number nine, Mountain Home beat Van Buren, 41-24, and they will go to Greenbrier Friday night. That's a huge game. It is. It's a huge game. And I'll go ahead and mention number 10, Greenbrier, 4-5, and five, lost to Little Rock Christian, 55-7, to seven, and play, and will host Mountain Home. I think we match up well with Mountain Home. I we'll, think we do, too. We'll see. I mean – Not that we – I mean, I don't know that we'll win, but, yeah. I mean, Mountain Home's good. Yeah, yeah Mountain Home's very uh, good. I mean, that one will determine the four seed. That's right. In the West. And so, the winner of that one will be the four. Uh, if Greenbrier loses, I believe they'll be the sixth. The yeah, and then who, who's the five? The five in that scenario would be Russellville. Russellville, Mountain Home would be the four. If Greenbrier wins, so, they'll so, be the four. I think Russellville will be the five and Mountain Home the six. I think. So, is Van Buren out? Pretty much, yeah. They're, cause, they're cause, out. Because of the tiebreaker point. So, that takes us to the other side. And you got Benton at one. Marion's locked at number two, right? Yes. Now, West Memphis plays Cersei. If West Memphis wins and Catholic beats Marion, West Memphis will be the three, Catholic the four, Cersei the five, and Eldorado the six. If Catholic beats Marion and Cersei beats West Memphis, there's a three-way tie. 
and then Elder Rata's a six. Yes. If Marion beats Catholic, West Memphis beats Cersei, Elder Rata beats Jacksonville, then West Memphis is the three, and then there's a three-way tie for fourth. That's right. Don't really expect Jacksonville to beat Eldorado. Eldorado. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, it's going to be time for 5A. Hey, high school sports fans, this is Matt McJunkins with Between the Mats, better known as Junk. For several years now, I have felt protected personally having coverage with Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett Associates for cancer, accidental death, and more. I feel even better now that I found out that with their Accident Protector Max policy, my boys are covered on and off the field. It provides accidental death and dismemberment for the entire family with coverage for emergency treatment, hospital stays, and more. The best part, in the unfortunate event that we have an accident, the benefits are paid directly to me. For just a few bucks a day, I can't afford not to have it. As a dad of athletes, it's important to know that my kids are protected. It's important for your kids to be protected too. Give them a call today at 501-225-5556. Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett and Associates. They'll get you covered. All right, we're back here in the studio. Matt, it's time to start with our 5A. All right, top 10 for week 10 in 5A. Number one, Little Rock Park View, 9-0 on the season as they beat Lakeside 42-7 in convincing fashion. They will round out the regular season this week as they will host Camden Fairview. Number two, Valley View, 8-1, beat Nettleton 42-36. They will play at home against Batesville. Number three, Hot Springs beat Camden Fairview 35-18. Big win for Hot Springs as they move to 8-1, and they will host Hot Springs Lakeside this week. So, big crosstown rivalry there. This has been a while since this has been a big game. And and not long ago, both of them weren't very good. Yeah, that's right. And now you got two of them that are really good. That's exactly right. Number four, Little Rock Mills 8-1 as they beat Moulton, a Moulton team that has been playing better football. So, impressive win by Mills as they beat them 39-7. They will finish up hosting Valonia this week. Number five, Pine Bluff did not play as they're 7-2 on the year, and they will play at home against Robinson. So big game there in the Central. Number six, Shallow Christian beat Prairie Grove 49-0. They will play at Alma on Friday night. Number seven, Robinson, 7-2. They beat Whitehall as they will travel to Pine Bluff. Number eight is Lakeside. They're 7-2. Uh, lost to Parkview 42-7. Number nine, Maumel beat Valonia 44-28 as they will travel or they will be at home against BB. And then number 10, Alma, the Airedales, won in a forfeit to Dardanelle due to some flu outbreak. Yeah, that's kind of odd, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a little was, odd. Was mostly their offensive line. Like the, I think that's their entire heard, line. Yeah, like their line was out. Is that yeah. right? They didn't want to play with receivers blocking. <laughs> <laughs> so some notes from the 5A conference in the Central – if Robinson beats Pine Bluff and Mills beats Valonia, Mills will be the one because of the head-to-head over Robinson. If Pine Bluff beats Robinson and Mills beats Valonia, Mills will still be the one because of head-to-head over Pine Bluff. Right. So they're the one. They're if they the win. one. That's right. Right now, there's three teams with six and one: Mills, uh, Pine Bluff, and Robinson. Yes. All are six and one That's in conference. And Mills got the head on both of them. That's right. So Mills will be the one, and pretty much Pine Bluff and Robinson will be the two-three. And Maumel has the four wrapped up because if they lose Friday, they'll have the head-to-head over Moralton. Yeah. And then who will that's, – that's it. That's it in 5A. They've only There's got only four. four. Yeah. So, and those are the only four that can go. Yeah. So, in the east, if Valley View beats Batesville and Southside beats Perigold, they will be one and two. Uh, still a lot to, it let to be decided. Valley View's got the one regardless. They do? Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, yeah, they're locked at one. Southside's locked at two. They are. Yes. Okay. Now Nettleton, Win, and Batesville. So Win and Win has the or Batesville has a head to have over Win. Right. So uh, so by one fight, point. About, well, yeah, but there's head to head. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the baseball score. <laughs> so Win plays who? Uh, uh, Nettleton. Yes. And then Batesville plays uh, uh, Valley View. Valley View. So both of them are probably going to lose. More, it, more than likely. More than likely. So yeah. then they'll be. I, I think the Win Nettleton's a toss up. If Wynn does happen to beat them, then Wynn would be the three, Nettleton would be the four. Yeah, yes. but if they both lose, then uh, Batesville has the head-to-head, so the Batesville's the four. That's right. So Wynn must win over right. Nettleton. Yep, that's exactly right. In the south, Parkview's, of course, got the one wrapped up. Um, they've beat Camden Fairview. The winner of Hot Springs and Hot Springs Lakeside game gets the two and the three, and Fairview would be the four. That's right. If somehow Fairview beats Parkview – uh, if Hot Springs wins, they get the two. Canada Fairview would be the three, and Lakeside would be the four. Right. If Hot Springs Lakeside wins with a Camden Fairview win, it would be the perfect triangle between Fairview, Lakeside, and Hot Springs. Then it would come down to tiebreaker tie points. Yeah. And then in the West, if Alma beats Shiloh, Alma will be the one seed. If Farmington beats Prairie Grove, they will be the two seed with an Alma win. Shil- if, if Shiloh wins and Farmington wins, they won the conference. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. So, uh, very, very unlikely that Shiloh is the one seed, it, which is great for them for playoffs. Sure. Because they're on the opposite side of the can, bracket. It, the, the only way they get yeah, – The only way Farmington loses right. to Prairie Grove. Yeah. That's it, right. Yeah. Uh, if Shiloh beats Alma and Farmington wins, Farmington gets the one seed because of head-to-head over Shiloh. Shiloh would be the two, Alma the three, and Harrison the four. And so, that's all we got for 5A. All right. That takes us to 4A. Yes, sir. And there's some. Oh, my gosh. You talking oh. about make you go cross-eyed. I, I did. <laughs> I did go cross-eyed. Number one, Malvern, 6-2, and two, beat Nashville, 35-21. to 21. They will play at Arkadelphia Damn. Friday night for the conference championship, a game that at the beginning of the season we thought was a no-brainer. Sure. Not so fast, my friends. <laughs> Arkadelphia said, we are actually pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to start out 0-3, and, yeah. and then we're going to come alive and figure things out. And last time they started 0-5, yeah. they won the championship. championship. Yeah. So, how, how much does, does Malvern or does Arkadelphia remember this ball game from last year? Oh, they remember. <laughs> I think they remember Because you know so the roles much. were reversed last That's right, year. But, Ar- but Arkadelphia thumped them. It was on a Saturday, thumped though. Thumped them. Yeah. It was on a Saturday. That's right. And right. then Malvern ends up winning the state yeah. championship. Yeah, beating the team that, that just beat, beat Arkadelphia. Arkadelphia. That's right. You just don't know how each team matches up with the other. That's that's 100%. just because somebody beats you don't mean you're not better than the team that beat them. That's right. All right, number two, Harding Academy. They beat Heber Springs in what was for the championship in that conference. It was forty-one to fourteen. They'll play K City Friday night. Number three, Warren. They beat Helena forty-two zero, and they'll play at Hamburg on, on Thursday. Thursday. Number four, Elkins nine and zero beat Gentry fifty four to zero. They will play at Lincoln Friday night, and that man, that team, that Gentry team's not bad. Hey, and they just put up fifty four points. Like, it hey, did you see the stat on Dizzy? Yeah, uh, thirty eleven for twelve. Yeah, so, so thirty one inter- touchdowns on the season and thirty six incomplete passes. <laughs> that's yeah. just that's nuts. insane. That's it is insane. insane. Number five, Rivercrest, seven and two, beat Truman forty nine to fourteen. They'll play Blockville for the conference championship. Yep. Friday night. 
Blavel just lost to Pocahontas. They did. They did. And but so, they can still, if they win, they still have the head-to-head. Yeah. So. Did take a little bit of luster off the game. It, it definitely did. did. Definitely yeah. did. Yeah, it did. Which I noticed Pocahontas' quarterback ran the ball 49 times. Hey, you know. So, I guess they're still doing the same thing they did last hey, year. Hey, guess who the quarterback is? A freshman. Oh, yeah. Is they just really? moved just moved him up. And I really? saw a text coach Chester. I said, hey, last time you moved a freshman up, <laughs> it went pretty well. He's yeah, like, no yeah, he did. <laughs> So, DeWitt, number six, they beat McGee, and they play at Dumas Friday or Thursday night. That That's probably not going to be much of a game, uh, but Dumas is not bad. No, but, you know, we, we kind of talked about this on the way home Friday night. It's just DeWitt's just – they've just found a way to get it done every, every week. Every single week. They really have. Number seven, Arkadelphia, five and three after beating Fordyce, 47 and 21. They are – Five of their last five. Yes, they are. And they will play Malvern Friday night. Uh, number eight, Ozark, seven and two, beat Gravit, 42 to 19. They will play Huntsville at home. Hey, Nashville. Malvern. Hey, Malvern struggled against Nashville. Yeah. Some they people did. say they should have lost. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, that's – that's. I don't know if they were looking ahead. Right. Or if that's just – they're just not playing well. I'll tell you who didn't look ahead was Jalen Dupree. Yeah. No, he didn't. <laughs> Every week, man. Every week. Number nine, Nashville, lost to Malvern 35-21. They'll play Lone Oak, a non-conference game, for week 10. It's kind of strange. It's odd, isn't it? Yeah. I noticed that another team, maybe it was Bina or somebody was already finished theirs. But didn't they do this last year too? They have. I think it started in COVID. They picked this game up. And, and then they just keep it going? Mm-hmm. No, no, it started when uh, they had those teams move down. Is that uh, what it yeah, was? Yeah, yeah, like Genoa Central, Fountain Lake. They were I in the conference. You. So, literally, they're looking for games. And That's you, right. You know, you don't want to have a yeah. game open date before the – Playoffs. Playoffs, sure. So, number 10, Crossett beat Dumas, 17-14, a close one. And then Crossett's got to beat Monticello Friday night. So that, not, that, the winner, Thursday, get, winner gets the four night. seed, right? Yeah. It's a big game, for sure. So, Elkins is locked at the one uh, in the 1-4-A. Ozark, I believe, is locked at the two. If Gravit beats Gentry, they're the three. Lincoln, the four. And Gentry, the five. Mm-hmm. If Gentry beats Gravit. And Link and all right, so this is the non not the not likely. Gentry beats Gravit and Lincoln beats Elkins. Then Lincoln's the three, Gentry the four, and Gravit the five. If if Gentry beats Gravit and Elkins beats Lincoln, then there's a three way tie for yes. three, That's and correct. it goes to the tiebreaker. These yeah. points are killing. And, and Lincoln, I mean, they do take five in this this classification. Is so. there anybody? Right. From, yeah. There's right. nobody in the top. Everybody there is going to get in. Yeah. There's nobody on y'all's top. Uh, y'all's top ten from the four four. No, yeah, there's, yeah, not. there's not. I there's mean, that's, not. That's they've been. The, they have been. It's because it's the big they, twelve. They it's forgot the big, to play defense. <laughs> yeah, they, they forgot. They, yeah, <laughs> there's two sides of the ball. So, so the two in the two Hard Academies at one. It looks like Heber Springs is locked at the two. Yes. Uh, Stuttgart plays Bald Knob Friday night, and the winner of that's the three, and the losers the four. You believe that? I think they moved that's that Thursday. They did. did they? Yeah. Okay. And then Lone Oak is the five. Yep, that's right. So in the three, Rivercrest plays Blaffle four. The the one seed. That's correct. If Blythe wins, they're the one, Rivercrest the two. If Rivercrest wins and Highland beats Pocahontas, then Rivercrest one, Blythe two, and Pocahontas three. And if Rivercrest wins and Pocahontas beats Highland, then it's Rivercrest one, Pocahontas two, Blythe three, Highland four. But then there's a game for the five seed, right? Mm-hmm. Truman beats Harrisburg Friday. They're the five seed. If Gosnell beats Westside and Truman loses, then Gosnell's the five seed. That's right. All right, then. Hey, you thought that one was bad. Wait till you get yeah. to this one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for the four four a, we'll you, see. You have yeah, you have to be a a calculus major. What's it a <laughs> uh, a uh, 
uh, what's the one that does all the that deals with all the numbers? Actuary. actuary. Yeah. yeah. So you'd have to be an actuary to figure <laughs> out. But if CAC wins, if they beat Lamar, CAC is the one seed. If Lamar wins, they're the one seed. They're playing. So for winner the, of that is the one seed. That's right. That's they're right. playing for the, the the one seed. But if either one of those, uh, whoever loses that, that could be the three. Yes. If Boxout wins. That's right. Either one. And then it gets way worse yeah. after that. Like if Boxout <laughs> wins, they're the two. Yes. Either way. Right. Regardless of who loses the the one the number one game. Yeah. And then after that, it could be a five-way tie for the three. It just gets messy. Anyway, from three to five. Yeah, who all's right. out, out out of there? Just uh, Hall and Dover. 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 Yeah. They're the only two. And, and yeah. Haskell. They can't Haskell, make yeah, yes. Yes. Yeah. The, the possible in that scenario, you could be the two or the six, which they don't get. And they're and the funny thing is they're sitting at home watching to see what happens. That's right. Yes, because they're, they're done. done. They don't play yeah. Friday. All right, wow. in the seven, Malvern, Arkadelphia are playing for the one seed. Nashville is the three. Mm-hmm. Ash down the four. Correct. And the winner of Waldron at Mina Friday is the five. That's correct. Huge, that one's pretty huge game. That one's yeah. pretty cut and dry. That is. That is. That's <laughs> Thank you, seven. Let it be easy. And then finally, the eight. Warren's locked at one. DeWitt's locked at two. Mm-hmm. Cross it at Monticello Thursday night. The winner's the three, the loser's the four. And if McGee beats Helena Friday, they're the five. That's right. If McGee loses to Helena and Hamburg beats Warren, then Hamburg's the five. If McGee loses to Helena, Hamburger loses to War- Warren. Hamburger. Hamburger. Hamburger loses <laughs> to Warren. And Dumas beats DeWitt, then there's a three-way tie for the five seed, and it'll come down to the tiebreaker. Hamburg's not going to beat Warren. Not likely. And that, my friends... Is the mess of four A the mess of four A <laughs> and just and the four the four four A is still not even close to what yeah. I mean we just touched on the That's scenarios right. yes which leads us to a well needed break and yeah and <laughs> Thomas can might later explain uh, I looked through most of the tie break points but I did not come to the one where if it's a four or five way tie they create a mini conference yes and i don't even know barry told me that <laughs> i today. need somebody to contact us and tell us that because i think thomas is making stuff yeah. up. They, they create a mini conference if there's more than three teams and then it, then you look at how they did head-to-head and points and then versus the mini conference and how many times their moms have been married and <laughs> yes. their dogs how many dogs puppies they had last year in their litter i mean it's yeah wild. yeah all right, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we will be down to the final two. Your insurance is only as good as your agent. At American Safeguard Insurance, we have excellent agents. I'm Tori Martin, Personal Lines Manager with ASI. Our team makes customer service a priority. American Safeguard Insurance does everything in-house from personal to commercial, bonds to life and health. We will work fast and efficiently for you. Stop by and meet the ASI family in our new location at 1165 Bob Courtway Drive or visit americansafeguardins.com for a free quote. Experience more coverage, more savings, and more service with American Safeguard Insurance. Hey, high school sports fans. This is Matt McJunkins with Between the Mats, better known as Junk. For several years now, I have felt protected personally having coverage with Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett Associates for cancer, accidental death, and more. I feel even better now that I found out that with their Accident Protector Max policy, my boys are covered on and off the field. It provides accidental death and dismemberment for the entire family with coverage for emergency treatment, hospital stays, and more. The best part, in the unfortunate event that we have an accident, the benefits are paid directly to me. For just a few bucks a day, I can't afford not to have it. As a dad of athletes, it's important to know that my kids are protected. It's important for your kids to be protected too. 
Give them a call today at 501-225-5556. Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett & Associates. They'll get you covered. And we are back here in the studio. It's time for three. And then, of course, my favorite, the two. <laughs> All right. In 3A for week 10, number one, Boonville. 7-2 beat Lavaca 45-6 as they will be at home their last game in regular season against Cedarville. Number two, Prescott did not play. They will play at home on Thursday against Horatio. Number three, Salem, 9-0 and on the season. Big win uh, last Friday against Perryville, 16-6 in a defensive battle. Uh, they will play at home against Quitman on Thursday night. Number four, Hoxie, 9-0, and beat Osceola 35-14. Uh, Ho- Hoxie, man, they just, they've gotten it done all year long. Yeah, and Def- the biggest game of the year, this rivalry game coming up. Especially defensively. They've played so solid on defense. But they will be at home against Walnut Ridge. And if you don't know how the, the, that scenario, they're about – I don't know, half a mile away from each other. Is that all? I mean, I, I, I could fly the drone from one state to the other. <laughs> That's awesome. Number five, Harmony Grove, Washita County. Seven and two on the season. Did not play as Junk rolls his eyes to the back of his head. They will play at Barton on Friday night. Number six, Glenn Rose beat Center Point a big statement win. Beat them 56 to 12, and they will play against Magnet Cove on Friday. Number seven, Charleston, five and four, beat West Fork in a closely contested game, 28 to 14. They will play at home against Lavaca. Number eight, Walnut Ridge, beat Manila 45 to six, as they're going to take the small trip to Hoxie on Friday. They're going to walk. I mean, they could walk. That, that's that's going to be a game. It's going to yeah, be a game. It's going to be a great game. We'll be there. Bates will be there, and it's yeah. going to be awesome. All right, number nine, Bismarck, seven and two, beat two rivers, fifty-three to eight. Big game here as they will play center point for seeding purposes in that conference. And then rounding out our top ten is Junction City at six and three, beat Horatio sixty-two to twenty-one, and they will travel to Gurdon on Thursday night. I'm pretty sure you said Bates is going to be about about seven games this week. He's going to be at Thursday night with y'all. <laughs> Bates, he's a traveler. He's a traveler. All right, so our notes from the three A conference in the one, Boonville's the one seed. Charleston, with a win over Lavaca, gets the two seed. I thought they were locked. They might be. I think they're locked because they had the head. Okay. Yeah. And then Mansfield, Hackett, battle it out for three and four, and Lavaca gets the five. That's what I got. All right. Keep checking me because I'm sure I made a mistake. Now, if Mansfield beats Hackett, then Lavaca beat the four and Hackett beat the five. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So, Lavaca can actually be the four. Okay. Number in the two conference, uh, Salem is the one. Perryville and Newport battle Friday night for the 2-3. All right, if Quitman loses to Salem and Atkins beat Melbourne, Atkins would be the four, Quitman be the five. If Melbourne beats Atkins, Quitman would be the four, and Melbourne would be the five. If Quitman beats Salem, they lock up the four, and Atkins and Melbourne play for the final spot. Most likely scenario would be Salem one, Perryville two, Newport three. Newport three. And then it would be if Atkins beats Melbourne, basically what it comes down to. So, Atkins four, Melbourne five. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. If Atkins Atkins loses, Quitman's going to be the four. Yes, that's correct. I mean, Newport and Perryville are playing for the two and three. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right, in the three, Hoxie, Walnut Ridge for the one and two, Manila, Osceola for the three and four, and Palestine Wheatley will get the five. In the four, Glen Rose has the one wrapped up. Bismarck Center Point playing for the two and three. Yep. And then Jesse Jesseville more than likely gets the four with Magnet Cove being the five. 
Right, because Magnet Code has to beat Glenn Rose to get the four. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Tall task. That's right. <laughs> and then in the five, Prescott has the one, yeah. Junction City the two, yeah. uh, assuming they win against Gurdon. I think it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter no. there. And then Falk, smack over play for three and four right. on Thursday, and Gurdon would be it's the five. five yeah. yeah. And then in the six, Harmony grows the one, Fordyce is the two, Rising more than likely ends up with the three, uh, Barton the four, and Drew Central the five. So I, I actually wrote out the scenario. Okay, let's hear it. Yeah. Okay, because because this one's kind of neat. Yeah. So if Ryzen beats Drew Central, then Ryzen's the three. Yes. All right. Barton will be the four. Drew Central will be the five. Right. If Ryzen loses and Barton beats Camden Harmony Grove, yes, I said Camden Harmony Grove. <laughs> then Barton is the three. Drew okay. Central's the four, and Ryzen's the five. If Ryzen loses to Drew Central and Barton loses to Camden Harmony Grove, then there's a three-way tie for three. And it all goes to the tiebreaker. Gotcha. Okay. So there's some pretty cool yeah. scenarios. And in that conference, you never know. Th- there's not any clear, like, I mean, there's been some close there games. Has been. Yeah, some I mean, really Fordyce, uh, can't, Harmony Grove. And Fordyce was like Washington County yeah. beat, uh, <laughs> beat Fordyce. <laughs> and didn't, uh, didn't Fordyce beat Barton by one? Uh, it was close. Or, or it was yeah. a close ball game. Yes. That, that's a fun conference. Yeah. Yeah, it is. All right. So we go to 2A. Mineral Springs 9 0 beat Poen. 58 to 22 was it was close early. Uh, Mill Springs goes to Murfreesboro, South Pike County on Thursday night. I did notice, just noticed on Facebook that Murfreesboro has a graveyard set up next to the rock that they stole and put on their campus. <laughs> <laughs> that and the and the graveyard has all of the tombs for all of the teams they've beat. And they in their in their post, they said they would be putting another one. For Mineral Springs for Friday. Oh, nice. I'm just curious if when Mineral Springs beats them by 30, if they're going to put one up for themselves. <laughs> well, you can drive over there and put it up there. I will sponsor. So, the, so they were they were thanking the doctor who I guess puts them out there. Yeah, seems like it would be a funeral home, but you don't really want to be the doctor that puts up grave. I kind of think yeah. that defeats the purpose of what you're trying to do, saving people's lives. Anyway. Uh, I will sponsor the tomb if they'll put one up for themselves. <laughs> Just putting that out okay. there. Okay. All right. We'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll yeah. see. We'll see. Y'all Number- are going down. <laughs> y'all are going down. Murph's going to beat if y'all we, like a If drum. we lose after all this trash talk, I might have to just quit. <laughs> yeah. No, you gotta, you got to publicly be apologize. Between the mats with Thomas Thrash and Matt Wilcox. <laughs> they're going to they're gonna give you a key to the city of Murfreesboro. <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff. I'll be living in the crater of diamonds. <laughs> All right, number two, EPC 8-1. They beat Desarc 30-16. Big win for them right there. For sure. And then they've got to, they got to turn around and beat Mark Tree this week in order to win that title. Mm-hmm. You're going to be there, I'll right? be there. It's Thursday night. That's yeah. a Thursday night. Boy, that's another good one to go to. Mm-hmm. 2A yeah. football is just fun. It is fun. All I, was right. at, I was at Bigelow last week. I'll tell you all about that in a minute. Yeah, Carlisle, number three, 8-1, beat England 35-26. This was a close ball game. They will play at Hazen Friday or Thursday. Nope, this one's Friday. It is Friday. Uh Yep, Friday night at Hazen. And then four Hazen, eight and one, beat Bearden closer than I would have ever thought, 30 to 12. Uh, they'll play Carlisle, as we just mentioned. All right, number five, Bigelow. 10 and 0, they're done. Yep. Until the playoffs. After they beat Conway Christian, 22 to 15, they're going to have to work on their snaps. So I'm not, not joking. So has that been a problem all year? Or I, just? No, I don't know. But when I went there, so their first snap was uh, for a punt was in the end zone. They get a safety. So that's Conway Christian's uh, two points. They're up two. Then they had uh, – they get it down on the one-yard line going in. And on third down, 
Uh, he snaps it over for a 12-yard loss. Oh my so gosh. now it's fourth and 15, right before half. And then they have another snap, second half, that, ta- that, that Conway Christian takes for six. A 60-yard wow. uh, fumble return That's for crazy. a touchdown. Like, I don't know. I mean, Conway Christian didn't really move the ball that well other than Bigelow snapping it over their head and then doing sure. it. And you so it, there, was, there was probably five snaps where it was catastrophic. And I've him. told uh, – of course, we had problems with this, of course, in Pee Wee. But, oh, yeah. But I always told my kids, like, I would rather you roll it back there yes. than snap it over his head. That's he did 100%. roll it at halftime. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he couldn't find the middle. <laughs> and listen, I mean, they were, they, were, they were switching between snappers. But, like, listen, if, if, if they don't do that, yeah. it may be a – it's a completely different game. That, that I mean, they probably go up 25. Yeah. Carter Alexander is an absolute beast. He's a stud. He's a beast. Yeah. But Jared, it's Jared Thomas, the mm-hmm. Calmy Christian quarterback, is unbelievable. Is he? Unbelievable. I haven't got to see him play yet. So he throws, a, he throws a pick six, but it hits the guy in the chest. I mean, it hits him almost where it – I mean, it hits his hands and it goes straight to the defender. Oh, man. I mean, I'm talking about a perfect ball. They take it to the house. Wow. So that's their Bigelow's first touchdown. And then, I mean, so there was, was two defensive touchdowns in this one. Um, yeah, maybe more. I'm trying to think. <laughs> and then a safety. Yeah, wow. the, uh, but it was in. But he was running for his life. I'm talking about like I'm running for his life. I mean, so, just, so Bigelow's line got after him. D line got yes, after him. Yes, yes, absolutely. And Bigelow's defense is very, very good. Yeah. All right, so they're off this week, and then Conway Christian, right behind him, number six, after losing to Bigelow by seven points, will play at Magazine Friday night. Uh, number seven, Desark. They lose to EPC, thirty to sixteen. This Desark team, if, after the week they beat Hazen, you sure wouldn't have thought it would be six and three on the season. Uh, and they'll play McCroy, another game that's going to be a tough one. Desark needs to win it. Yeah. Uh, number number eight, and that one's also Thursday. Number eight, Mark <laughs> Tree beat Cross County. Why is that so hard to say? <laughs> Twenty-two to sixteen. That's they a great play. game. Hey, Cross County was up. Yeah. Yeah, they were. They play at EPC on Thursday. Murfreesboro 9-0 beat Lafayette County 28-14. Plays Mineral Springs at home on Thursday. And then to finish it up for the top 10 for 2A, Hector 5-4 beat Mountainburg 52-14 and will play at Palestine Wheatley on Friday. So, in the 1-2A, Bigelow has the one seed locked. Conway Christian has the two seed locked. And Hector has the <laughs> three seed locked. That's right. So Westside Johnson County will host Mountainburg Friday, and the winner is the four seed. That's correct. All right, in two, 2A, EPC plays Mark Tree at home Thursday night for the one seed. If Mark Tree wins, they are the one, and EPC is the two. If Mark Tree loses and Desark beats McCrory, then Desark is the two, Mark Tree the three, and McCrory the four. If Mark Tree loses to EPC, McCroy beats Desark and Cross County beats Earl. Then EPC's the one, Mark Tree the two, McCroy the three, and Cross County the four with Desark being on the Staying at home. Yeah. And if Cross County loses to Earl, they're eliminated, and Desark would be the four in that same scenario. All right, over the three. Middle Springs plays Murfreesboro Thursday night. The loser will be the two seed. Winner, obviously, the one. Poen is the three seed. Correct. And then Mount Ida plays Derek Thursday, and the winner of that game is the four. Mm-hmm. The 4-2A, Carlisle plays at Hazen Friday night for the one. The loser is the two. Correct. England is the three, and Bearden is the four. 
that what you got? Uh, yes, that is correct. Okay. All right. Well, we've managed to get our way through all that. <laughs> and some of it might have been right. All right. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, it's time to get Kevin Bohannon back in here for our pickums. Big enough to serve you, small enough to care. That's not just a tagline. It's what we believe at Collier Roofing and Seamless Gutters. We also believe that relationships are more important than sales figures. By focusing on relationships, we have been blessed with 10 years in this industry. The Collier Roofing team will celebrate those 10 years of service in November, the month of thanks and gratitude. To commemorate this achievement and provide an expression of our thanks, we invite our trusted partners, clients, and friends to join us in a celebration on Wednesday, November the 8th. For details, follow Collier Roofing LLC on Facebook. All right, we're back here in the studio. We got rid of Thomas Thrash. You know how much quieter it gets when he leaves? Oh, it's like <laughs> turning off the <laughs> generator outside, right? Yeah. It's, it's, but, it's like slow, smooth jazz now instead right. of techno music. <laughs> because guess what? We have Kevin Bohan, who it's been a while since he's been on. We've we had have... a lot going on in the Bohan household, but thankfully back with you guys. Uh, week 10, a lot of great games. A lot of playoff positioning uh, up for grabs this week, so great week to come back. Absolutely. We're glad to have you back, my man. Yeah, man. Appreciate we're, it, guys. We're, we are glad to have you back, but we're not planning on taking it easy on you. So, <laughs> no, well, you, should, you have it all year, so I start now. <laughs> hey, matter of fact, we saw Kevin Friday night. We did. In Little Rock Absolutely. Christian. Absolutely. Yeah. Did you get out of there before it got bad, or did you? <laughs> yeah, I got – okay, so I had to go over to War Memorial. My dad and my brother were calling over there for the – Catholic El Dorado game. Yeah. So you saw a football small game. Yeah, small backstory. My dad coached for 39 years. When he got out, retired in 2015, he started umpiring or officiating football. And Catholic, uh, War Memorial was his first game. We had Hot Springs Lakeside and Central. So this is his last year to officiate. My brother's his back judge. So I went over there. We kind of, you know, family, family ordeal. Well, that's and cool. Coach Fogelman coached with my dad at El Dorado. Really? So, a I, lot what, of, what yeah. I don't understand is your dad coached that long, and he still wanted to be an official. <laughs> well, he uh, see he coached junior high for fifteen years, and while he was a, a junior high coach, he officiated high school ball. So, oh, okay. he, he decided to get back in it, and since I had gotten out of coaching in twenty fifteen, he was like, "Hey, why don't we just get a crew together?" And uh, it was great for six years and then the, the media side of it was just too much for me to still call and talk about teams on the side so it was make a decision and i think i made the right decision right. i don't i don't get yelled at near <laughs> yeah no doubt <laughs> absolutely all right so last week in uh week nine for the pickums me and junk tied at 22 apiece cabo in a close third with 21 so on the year maddie's at 188 Cabo's at 183, and Junk is at 182. So Bringing up the rear. Right there, close. So it's this, all close in, you know, 72, 73, and 75% across all classifications. Yeah, and, the, and it's not. Two hundred fifty picks. And the toughest games of yeah, the week. Yeah, it's not just – that's yeah. the thing. We don't get the gimmies, the, the easies. We only pick the top 25. That's right. So <laughs> – um, I'd like any, any other triumvirate out there, three-headed monster, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> trifecta, 
put it up against me, and and, and I'll be between the mats, and we'll, we'll go up against anybody. That's right. Love it. <laughs> All right. So for week ten, man, so many good games this week. I'll tell you what, you know, as close as it is, this week could determine a lot for the a championship. Lot. All right. So on Thursday night, we'll start with Thursday ball games. Number one, Mineral Springs at Murfreesboro, the Rattlers. I'm going to go with the Hornets by 14. So I've got Mineral Springs by 17. I've got Mineral Springs by 90. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and, and just so everybody knows, the first five games on the list are Thursday games. That's right. Week. So That's correct. That's right. I, I, by the time I, I, it will be games will be happening. That's, That's right. That's right. That's, That's exactly right. Uh, so I got Mineral Springs by 28. Really? Okay. Well, you took it a lot. You could have gone to 35. I did. I could have. <laughs> I had the option. That's called the mercy rule. That's it. All right, number two, Mark Tree at EPC. Like uh, Kevin said, this is a Thursday night matchup as well. I'm going to go with EPC by six. Mark Tree's been playing well of late. They surprised me last week, holding Cross County down. Cross County been showing that their chemistry had been coming together of late, but EPC's been too good at home. The Gaines brothers, uh, Dennis had had to do it all by himself this year. I've got EPC by 10. I have EPC by eight. All right, number three, Earl at Cross County. Big game here in that conference for playoff purposes. I am going to go with Cross County in this one by 10. Both teams, really, guys, have kind of underperformed this year. Uh, Earl especially. Mm -hmm. Uh, But Cross County, as I just mentioned, they've been playing well late, beat Desert two weeks ago. They're at home. I've got Cross County, and you got to go with the Thunderbirds, one of the greatest mascots in Arkansas history. (laughs) By 14. So, Cross County is one of those that they, about the time you think they're underperforming, they pop off a, an upset. Yeah. And so, it's they. Desert, yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, and you know, they beat, or no, no, Carlisle beat them by seven. So, it was a right. close one. So, you know, you just don't know what team's going to come out. And a lot of that has to do with learning how to win in a program over there that, that just hasn't That's had right. the history. Uh, I've got Cross County by four. All right, number four, equipment will travel up to north central Arkansas and take on the Greyhounds of Salem. Uh, Unfortunately, have to go against Coach DJ in this one. I'm going to go with Salem by seven. Yeah, I've got Salem by 21, and that's just from talking to DJ and seeing the look on his face. I (laughs) asked him if Salem was for real. But Grayson Ely, great game this past week. 277 yards, five touchdowns, two picks. Broke broke every record in equipment. Yeah, and your quarterback throwing for 300, your running back going for 227 or whatever it was. Really good offense, but Salem too much in the end. And like you said, uh, Coach Marge's team is still really young, figuring it out. Yep. So I've got Salem by 21. Once he gets some numbers behind him, things are going to really start snowballing in the right direction. I agree. i got Salem by 14. All right, and our last Thursday night ball game we'll touch on in our pick'ems is Cross It at Monticello. Big game here in this conference for seeding purposes. I am going to go with the home team. I'm going with the Billies by three. Really? All right. I am. I got some room to make up here. So, uh, (laughs) Maddie's going to give it to me right here. Can't go against my man, Vince Newton. Uh, His guys play really good on both sides of the ball. And special teams is is coming up late. Uh, Really good lately. Kicked a game-winning field goal against Dumas last week. And then a couple weeks ago, had another game-winning field goal, so I got crossed it by three. Yeah, I, I'm like you. I, I'm a fan of, of Coach Newton, and I think he's brought that program 
really a long ways. You know, that that is a storied program down there and just been down for a while, but he's mm-hmm. got them clicking again. A good receiver down there. Very good. And uh, I've got cross it by two. All right. So, we, at least we all agree it's going to be a close game. I agree. <laughs> hey, real, real quick trivia question. Can y'all tell me the two 7A schools that Coach Newton coached at? Mm, I cannot. You got West me. Memphis and North Little Rock. Okay. Oh, wow. So, what years was he at North Little Rock? Uh, he, I know he was at North Little Rock when I was at Sylvan Hills. So, up until 15 or 16, okay. I believe. And went to West Memphis for a couple of years. Gotcha. Very good. Yep. That's a good tidbit. That is. All right. To our Friday ball games. Number six on the list. Carlisle at Hazen for a conference championship. I'm going to go with the Hornets in this one by six. Yeah, Battle of Highway 89. This is a, a, a lot of family in this one, or at least the wife side of the family. So, uh, Hazen, I, I just don't know what to think about Carlisle yet. Sometimes you think they're going to blow somebody out and win by seven, like they did against Cross County. So, Hazen, it's at home. The whole towns are going to – both towns are going to shut down for this. So, give me the Hornets by four. So, I went back and forth all day on this, and I, and I, and I kept looking at scores and kept looking at just different things. And You one, can't compare scores, Junk. You well, know that. Well, but here's the deal. Here's one thing I did I – did, what it came down to me, and this is hard because Hazen's the home team, but Carlisle has shut out a lot of teams this year. Their defense is solid. Oh, yeah. And if they can get the ball rolling, you're running that running that power run game, I think they can pull it off, and I'm picking Carlisle by six. I like it. Number seven, center point at Bismarck. I'm going Bismarck by eight. Yeah, center point. Defense is going to be an issue, and Bismarck has a potent offense. So I've got Bismarck by ten. Yeah, I'm with you guys. I mean, I think that Center Point had really, after struggling to start the season, really come around and, and I guess undefeated in conference until last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Bismarck's just been really good, and I, I've got Bismarck by eight. All right, number eight, Walnut Ridge at Hoxie. I wish I could go watch this one. I think this is going to be a great ball game. I went back and forth on this one several times. And I'm going to go with the home team. I'm going to give them the advantage. I'm going to go Hoxie by three. Yeah, I'm in the same boat you are. It's back and forth. Both teams separated by a stone's throw. How about Walnut Ridge with Bobcats? Yeah. Uh, not very, very, not a very big football tradition, but we were talking about it on the Sonic Blast a couple of weeks ago. Barry and I were talking about when did we ever think we'd hear the day of Walnut Ridge over Osceola? <laughs> things like that with the tradition, but – Playing really well, but unlike you, Hoxie, they got the home field advantage. And as we know, in Vegas, home field advantage gives you two to three points. So, I went with Hoxie by three. I, You know, it's funny. I, I, I'll go ahead and say I went went with Hoxie by three also. But, you know, when Walnut Ridge went down to Camden Harmony Grove and, and did they beat them or they lost by one? I think maybe Camden Harmony Grove beat them by lost one. Lost by one. Yeah, yeah they lost yeah. by one. And that was when I really thought, okay, they, they're real. Yeah, that's and right. They are. They are. All right, number nine, Malvern at Arkadelphia for the 4-7-A conference title. Man, this would be another fun one to go to. I'm going to go with the Badgers by one in a mild upset. So, with Sonic Blast being at Conway for Conway and Bryant and the buzz game of the week going to be at Greenwood, everybody down there in South Arkansas thinks the 7-4-A is being disrespected. It's not. <laughs> it's just not. I, you know, and I think Malvern should win this game. Arkadelphia started out slow under Coach uh, Shucker, but they got they've been on a roll of late. Offense playing well, 
but I think Jalen Dupree's too much. 31 carries, 333 yards. When you put him at the top of the rushing list with all the great backs that have been through Malvern, that's saying something. So Absolutely. I think Dupree alone can, you know, is good enough for a touchdown win. So I got Malvern by seven. Does, is this the week he's going to break the the rushing record? Uh-huh. At uh, he broke it last. He broke Madre's last. Oh, he week. did break Madre's last week. Yeah, okay, he did. Yeah, I knew he, he crossed did. over six thousand. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Well, I'm a little disappointed that Matt picked Arkadelphia. <laughs> You was wanting to steal one. I was wanting to steal one from <laughs> me because I think that Malvern is really, really good, right? They're huge up front. They got the best running back in the state. I believe that. And they should win this game. But Arkadelphia has just done what they've done in the past. They've come in 0-3 one year, what, 0-5? They got Trey Shucker as their coach. Let me tell you, these are two of my favorite coaches Absolutely. in high school football. Yeah, both of them. I went with Arkadelphia by four. I think. I think that. I think it's going to. I love the matchup last year. How it was so one sided, and then Malvern turns around and wins the wins the the state championship. Could happen again. Could happen again. I don't <laughs> think it'll be so one-sided in this game. Right. Uh, if, it's, if it's so one-sided in this game, it's going to be because Malvern gets on and just yeah. and pours it on them. Sure. But I think that there's a, the opportunities there for Arkadelphia to pull the upset, and I'm picking for it to happen. Arkadelphia by four. All right. Number 10, Lamar at CAC in the mess in the 4-4A. Uh, we were talking about it earlier, Cabo. You have to be an actuary in insurance business to figure out that <laughs> conference. But um, – we're going to go – Matty Stats is going to go with the visiting team, Lamar, over CAC by six. I thought you had to at least get the differential equation <laughs> in college to figure out the 4-4. Oh, so, actuary – I understand the actuary in the insurance business. My mom was in insurance for a long time. But, man, who? this is crazy. It's CAC nuts. went into last week as the number one team in the conference. And if they lose, because the fact that they haven't beat everybody like they should have, they've had a lot of two point, three point, one point wins. They could miss the playoffs. That's, That's right. Yeah. Wrap your mind around that one. But <laughs> you know, two weeks ago you had six teams with two losses, and Harmony Grove with three. Now you got more with three than two. Lamar could win it. I like Coach Josh Jones the way they played last week against Clinton. They shut down Zane Widener. I think they'll have a plan. Uh, for shutting down Grayson Wilson, and I know I'll probably hear it from the CAC faithful, but uh, who knows? I've I've missed every time I've gone this year in, in this conference. So give me Lamar by three. Well, if if the if the CAC people have something to say, how about play some defense? <laughs> I mean, there you go. I mean, I mean, let's just you know, listen now. To be fair, they were they were coming the season not supposed to be that good by most right. by most people. So they've overperformed that that loan up game first game of the season. They just Poured it on them, but then they they can they can score offensively has not uh, been the problem, not at all. <laughs> but, but but they just don't. I mean, they're not stopping anybody. Sure, I went with Lamar by three. All right, so it's a consensus on consensus. that. That means CAC will win by thirty. That's right. Every time I pick for them, they lose. Every time I pick against them, same with Clinton too. By the way, all right, all right. number eleven, Blavel at Rivercrest for a conference title. Uh, Little Luster come off this game with Blavel losing last week. I'm going to go with Rivercrest in this one by seven. Well, me and Maddie are thinking alike. You must he's even still on my, my quotes and my saying. Yes, <laughs> Luster was lost from Pocahontas 
beating the Chickasaws last week, but yeah, Rivercrest has been too dominant in that conference. I think they're head and shoulders above everybody else. I got Rivercrest by 14. Well, I have Rivercrest by 14 as well. Very nice. All right, number 12, Highland at Pocahontas. I'm going to go with the home team in this one. Uh, Thomas just told us they moved up a freshman quarterback that showed out last well, week. He ran the ball 49 times. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He may not have any legs left. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Pocahontas in this one by four. So when the coach called in last week and said, we ran our quarterback 50 times. I said, did Connor Baker redshirt and come back? Right, right. But, <laughs> Reclassify. Uh, yeah. If you would have asked me who would have won this game six weeks ago, Highland, easily. Yes. But Pocahontas is playing uh, well. They could end up with the number two seed in that conference, guys, which is, is really big. Yeah, they sure uh, can. Yeah, if Rivercrest pulls it out and, and wins. So, uh, I got Pocahontas by six. I have Pocahontas by 12. I, I'm telling you, they they turned it on at the right time. They and, and they almost waited too late, but but they didn't. <laughs> All right, number 13, Harrison at P Ridge. I'm going to go with the Goblins in this one by 13. Yeah, Braden Long is a rushing machine he right now. Over really killing. Yards last week. Uh, they're just too much right now for P Ridge. P Ridge, great start. They're still building under Coach Bray Cook. It's just not going to be this year. Harrison has locked up the number four seed out of the West which is still a lot to be determined, one through three. Mm -hmm. I've got the Goblins by 14. I have Harrison by eight. Cabo, tell me this. Is, does P. Ridge move back down next year? Or they No. Won't, they don't? No, they're still growing. Okay. All right. I was thinking they were one of the smaller uh, 5A schools. but All right. Number 14, Shallow Christian at Alma. Man, I just – a lot of this depends on if uh, – If Bo Williams Bo plays. Bo Williams plays, but uh, – I'm going to still go with Shiloh in this one by three. Yeah, I've got Shiloh by eight. I'm kind of the same way, but, you know, Alma, congratulations, Coach Rusty Bush. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, one of their best conference starts since 2018. And, you know, winning those first three games, stumbled a little bit, but as we know, Farmington's really good. I mean, that's not a shocker now. So, um, and of course, Farmington jumped up and bit Shiloh too. So, Shiloh's playing for possible one seed, but I don't think it'll happen, but I got Shiloh by eight. I have shallow by fourteen. I mean, yeah, they 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 got you know beat by Farmington, and then last week even started slow. Mm -hmm. But they come out big, and I just I think they figure it back out. I mean, they didn't they didn't beat Little Rock Christian and then have the season they've had to just kind of fumble at the end. I I've still got shallow possibly being there at the end. All right, number fifteen, Hot Springs Lakeside at Hot Springs, big county uh, crosstown rivalry here. I'm going to go with the home team. I'm going to go with the Fighting Matty Ices by seven. Yeah, Matty Ice has more than one receiver now. You know, you got Rhodes. He went down. Brogdon, he played well, got hurt. Now you got uh, number three option out there that went off a couple weeks ago. Uh, defense is playing well. That was the big thing this past week. Mm -hmm. uh, defense coming up with uh, timely turnovers. Uh, but I got the Trojans by eight. Hey, you just give him a stick figure with some hands. He'll make it happen. <laughs> I got Matty right. Ice by 14. All right. Number 16, Nettleton at win. I think this is going to be a battle. I really do. I went back and forth, but I'm going to go with Nettleton in this one by four. Yeah, win is a year away, and you got to give to Coach Toddy what those guys have been through, and they've played really well this year. They've been right there at the end. I think they're like four points away from being in the playoffs, so – they're going to play tough at home, but Nelson just too talented right now. I got him by seven. 
Not so fast, my friend. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I tell you what, you know, you, you've watched this win team start from being the the worst as it can be, you know, with everything going against them. We talked about Coach Toddy being being a scrapper, you know, just just a tough fight. I, I said that if anybody could beat up Chuck Norris, it was Coach Toddy. Uh, I, I think that you, you've seen him at times play really well. Mm-hmm. I mean, really well. And I think that, you know, one thing about a guy like that, don't put him in a corner because when you put him in a corner, he gets vicious. He's going to fight his way out. He's like a honey badger, all right? So, uh, I got win by four. I like it. Number 17, Batesville at Valley View. Man, this used to be for at least a conference championship or number two seed. Uh, Batesville's just kind of not been able to get it done this year. I'm going to go with Valley View in uh, this one by 17. Yeah, Baseball's just so beat up. You know, running back moves in from Texas and kids moved to Southside. Now they're like third, fourth string tailback. And, mm. yeah, they're, they're playing for a shot to play off, but Valley View's just too strong. And remember, guys, baseball beat Valley View last year. They sure did. That was, was that was on the block uh, yeah, field goal, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. That was on the block, on the crazy block. But Valley View's got more to play for right here. They need some momentum going into the playoffs because of, what can happen in the playoff? Fours can get one very easily in five A football, but I got Valley View by seventeen, and I have Valley View by sixteen. All right, number eighteen, Robinson at Pine Bluff. Big game here in the Central. I'm going to go with the Zebras by three. Yeah, who knows what's going to happen if everybody's going to be healthy and in the game? We just don't know. Pine Bluff's a tough place to play at. I got the Zebras by four. Yeah, I mean, I like what I like what. Coach Skull is doing over there at Robinson. They're you know they're always going to be in it, uh, and they're just going to keep just keep bringing up more talent every year. But they're they're young. about a year away from right. being yeah. really. Yeah, they're young, uh, and, and and like you said, I think they're a year or two away. So I've got Palm Bluff by eight. Number nineteen, Little Rock Christian at Greenwood, and for the record, I do not have this one selected as of yet. Well, let's hear it. So I'm going to make it on the fly. You know, we talked about this one because we both seen both of these teams play against Greenbrier. Um, the, this, I'm going to write down what I think you're going to say. The deciding factor in this one for me is at Greenwood. Yep. They're playing at Greenwood. They're 80, what, 89 and three over yep. the last however many years there. I just think that that's too much for Little Rock Christian to overcome. I'm going to go Greenwood by two. I, I, I marked down <laughs> that you were picking Greenwood by four. <laughs> Yeah, I've got Greenwood by two as well. It's just too much over there. Uh, Little Rock Christian is really good. Their defense has been playing really good. This could be more of a low-scoring game, but you got two of the best defenses in Class 6A, two Power 5 quarterbacks. Uh, it's going to be it. This should be one everybody thinks it's going to be. Well, I sure didn't know that Week 10 was going to be the week that I came back and took over the league. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm telling you, boys, I got Little Rock Christian by three because I saw that team Friday night, and they scary. <laughs> they are good. There's no doubt. Number 20, Mountain Home at Greenbrier. Big game here in the 6A West. Greenbrier could be the four or the six, depending on how this game turns out. I think Greenbrier bounces back after a lackluster performance last week. I've got the Panthers by 10. Yeah, I've got something crazy like a scoop and score win in this game or something. Mountain Home is turnover prone. Uh, a couple weeks ago, three three interceptions in the first half. KJ's uh, a good quarterback, but threw, threw a couple more interceptions last week. So, yeah. I've got Greenwood by one, and it may end on a scoop and score. I like it. 
I got the Panthers by one. <laughs> Every time I pick them by one, we win. So I'm just going to stay with it. I love it. All right, number 21, West Memphis at Cersei. I'm going to go with West Memphis in this one by seven. Yeah, West Memphis uh, lost their quarterback, but I still think they're too physical for Cersei. Uh, they'll beat them up at the line of scrimmage. I got West Memphis by 10. I thought surely one of y'all would pick the Lions. No, I love my Zach Clark. He's, he's a 99 grad like me, but I just can't go against the Blue Devils. Yeah, they're good. I, I got met West Memphis also by six. All right, number 22, Catholic. Little Rock Catholic after getting beat last week by El Dorado at Marion. Marion too much in this one. I've got Marion by 10. El Dorado had no business being in that game after halftime. It should have been 35 nothing at halftime by Catholic last week. Wow. I mean, they played on the Catholic side of the field for the first 20 minutes of the game. El Dorado got some momentum in the second half. Catholic got conservative. It just looked like they didn't want it. It's a different Catholic team than it was last year. They go to Marion and play like that. Marion will beat them by 70 points. But I think Coach Fogelman will get get the guys, you know, back in check. They need if they, if they want to make a, any kind of run right here in the next three weeks, they need to do it right here. But I still think Marion's too much. Ashton Gray has gone off, mm-hmm. off off the last five yes. weeks, breaking his own record. So I got Marion by 14. I have Marion by 12. All right, we jump up into the 7A action. Number 23, Bentonville at Bentonville West, another crosstown rivalry. I think that the gap has closed here a little bit this year between West and and Bentonville, but I'm still going to go with the Tigers by 13. Yeah, hard to go against uh, Coach Grant Carter now back playing well, but Dalton Rice is 7A West, always known for the quarterback play, and Dalton Rice is up there with with them, but I think Bentonville is just too athletic. Uh, and I got Bentonville by six. I have Bentonville by three. All right. Number 24, North Little Rock at Cabot. I think this is going to be a little bit closer than what most people think. Uh, even though Cabot is a very, very hard place to go into and play, yep. I am going to go with Cabot by seven. I think this could be the ugliest game of the week. <laughs> I just, all pitches have been inconsistent this year. Cabot playing well obviously they're going to be the three out of the central everything should break right so i've got cabot by 12 i think this is going to be like one of those fights where they goes all 10 rounds and both teams are bleeding from their lips and their face whoever can get up the last yeah (laughs) but i've got cabot by six all right and the one that everybody in the state's been waiting all year to see bright at conway coach james takes on his former team could be Coach James's two hundredth victory. Is yep. that right? His uh, what was it that Thomas said? Sixty third, sixty sixty third. He broke the record for consistent two twelve. That's what it is. Yeah, two twelve. Yeah, two twelve. That's right. Three, which would tie or break. I can't remember. I think he would break. I think he would break yeah. the record this week. I, th- I think. I think that's right. I, man, I still I don't have this one picked. I, I have been going back and forth. Really, all I just knew day you were going to be. Long. I knew. I figured I'm going to write down again. All right, see if you get me right. I'm going as bad as I hate to. I'm going Bryant by three. I talked him into it. <laughs> see how I did that? I played mind tricks with him. I picked the blue team to win. <laughs> all right, good pick. There we go. So here's here's my thoughts. Uh, there's going to be a lot of psychological warfare in this game, I'm afraid. And 
yeah, we know they're going to do that. I still believe Mark Kelly's one of the greatest offensive minds in the state right now as far as offense goes. Conway has something to prove. Mm-hmm. And Coach James has seen that the last five years, that they're right there at the doorstep. He's going to have the Wampus Cats playing with that chip on their shoulder. And not to say that Coach Sanders is not going to have his guys ready. They will. I'm going with the experience on the offense right here. Donovan Amolo, they lead them down. Game-winning field goal, but this this could be, but this could be the heavyweight bout we all think it will be. Mm-hmm. It'll be something if Conway just comes and just blows them off, blows the doors off of them, like forty-two to seven. Not that that'll happen, but you know, I got Conway by three. I, I think that Conway has the best players and the best coach. Now, that doesn't always mean anything. But I think at the end of the day, they're playing at Conway. I think, you know, we've watched Amolo for th- this third year now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, last year he didn't look like a uh, he was a mature quarterback on the field in this game. I think this year he does. I think that, uh, you know, Chris O'Neill's having maybe the best season in the state as a receiver, one of them at least. And I, I just think that Conway is just the better team on the field this year. They're fall. ready for this. That, I, that's where I'm at. They're, I they're think ready so too. And I, and I, I too, also have Conway by three. So, I, just a little backstory of, of why I went the way I did. And so, and I said this on a radio show a couple of weeks ago, to be able to go over there at Conway's Fieldhouse and just look those players in the eyes, they got a resolve about them that they've got something bigger on their mind. And I, I think Conway, like Kevin said, I think they could come out and just show out and beat the brakes off of them. But there again, you have a team that knows how to win the big game. Sure. And Conway has not ever been able to get over, no. get over the hump. So is Coach James the X factor that get, does get him over the hump? So we'll, we'll, we'll find see. out. We'll find out. All right, that's going to wrap us up for our pickums, Cabo. It. It's been great having you back, my man. And uh, hopefully we can that's do it cool. again next week. Yes, sir. We'll do it again next week. Playoff start, boys. So half the teams in the state will be at the house, and the rest of us will be out there rigid. Friday night in November, baby. That's right. That's right. All right. We'll catch y'all after this break. Hey, high school sports fans. This is Matt McJunkins with Between the Mats, better known as Junk. For several years now, I have felt protected personally having coverage with Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett Associates for cancer, accidental death, and more. I feel even better now that I found out that with their Accident Protector Max policy, my boys are covered on and off the field. It provides accidental death and dismemberment for the entire family with coverage for emergency treatment, hospital stays, and more. The best part, in the unfortunate event that we have an accident, the benefits are paid directly to me. For just a few bucks a day, I can't afford not to have it. As a dad of athletes, it's important to know that my kids are protected. It's important for your kids to be protected too. Give them a call today at 501-225-5556. Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett & Associates. They'll get you covered. Your insurance is only as good as your agent. At American Safeguard Insurance, we have excellent agents. I'm Tori Martin, Personal Lines Manager with ASI. Our team makes customer service a priority. American Safeguard Insurance does everything in-house from personal to commercial, bonds to life and health. We will work fast and efficiently for you. Stop by and meet the ASI family in our new location at 1165 Bob Courtway Drive or visit americansafeguardins.com for a free quote. Experience more coverage, more savings, and more service with American Safeguard Insurance. Big enough to serve you, small enough to care. 
That's not just a tagline. It's what we believe at Collier Roofing and Seamless Gutters. We also believe that relationships are more important than sales figures. By focusing on relationships, we have been blessed with 10 years in this industry. The Collier Roofing team will celebrate those 10 years of service in November, the month of thanks and gratitude. To commemorate this achievement and provide an expression of our thanks, we invite our trusted partners, clients, and friends to join us in a celebration on Wednesday, November the 8th. For details, follow Call Your Roofing LLC on Facebook. All right, we're back here from the break. Kevin and Matt talked way too long, so we've got to hurry. All right, we're going to hit our player stats real quick. Matty, take us to the top. All right, Grayson Ely Equipment, what a ball game. Nine catches, 270, 277 yards, five touchdowns, two interceptions, and a fumble recovery on defense. Uh, he's, Ely is leading the 3A in reception yards with 1,030 also has 11 touchdowns and eight interceptions on defense. I think he broke every record Quitman's ever had. <laughs> I think you're right. And in equipment also, sophomore quarterback Jordan Payne, Jordan Moore, sorry, Jordan, Jordan Moore Payne, 11 of 16, 292 yards and five touchdowns. And then also the running back, Eli Hartman, 33 carries, 227 yards, and two touchdowns. Over at Harrison, Braden Long, 23 carries, 339 yards, four touchdowns. And little brother, Caden Long, he's had a great year all year on defense. He had eight tackles with one tackle for loss. Very nice. In Bryant, Jordan Walker, the quarterback, 12 of 17, 251 yards, and three touchdowns. Myron Thrash, six carries, 57 yards, and a score. And my Torian Singleton, five catches, 142 yards, and three touchdowns. Valley Views Carson Turley, seven for 10, 101 yards, one touchdown, 24 carries, 224 yards, five touchdowns. He's had a great year. Well, he has. Jalen Dupree in Malvern. How about this, Junk? 33 carries for 333 yards and two scores. He's doing it every week. He is. Drew Davis over in Benton, 18 for 29, 330. 73 yards, four touchdowns. Braylon Russell, 19 carries, 104 yards, three touchdowns. Four catches, 112 yards, one touchdown. And Maddox Davis, four catches, 72 yards, two touchdowns. Elias Payne, seven catches, 87 yards, two interceptions. And then O'Marcus King, 88-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. Very nice. In Monticello, Brooks Bowman, 13 of 17, 167 yards and a score. John Jackson had 15 carries for 95 yards and two touchdowns. All right, over in Pocahontas, DJ Coffey, 49 carries, 300 yards, four touchdowns, one catch, 34 yards, and two tackles. He ran the ball 49 times and played defense. That's insane. Yeah. Uh, Ricky Regina, 10, yard, or 10 tackles, one sack, three tackles for loss. Oh, to be young again. Right. In Parkview, Montario Elston, three carries, 126 yards, one score, five catches, 117 yards, and two scores. Eric McGee, 9 of 14, 189 yards, two touchdowns, and that is getting it done in Parkview. Yeah. Dizzy, I don't throw incompletions, Dean, from Elkins, 11-12. 184 yards, four touchdowns, three carries, 17 yards. Jaquay Walden, nine carries, 49 yards, one touchdown, 54-yard touchdown catch. And John Townsend, five catches, 81 yards, one touchdown. In Conway, Donovan Amolo, 8-14, 153 yards, three scores. Had two carries for 10 yards. Desmond Davidson having a great season. 10 carries, 46 yards, and a score. Chris O'Neill, four catches, 73 yards, and a score. And John Smith, three catches, 49 yards, and one touchdown. Kane Archer from Greenwood, 17-26, 273 yards, 
Five touchdowns, 12 carries, 81 yards, three touchdowns. Saw that Ole Miss re, uh, gave his brother Cash an offer this week. Did they? Yeah. Uh, Grant Carnes from Greenwood, four catches, 53 yards, one touchdown. L.J. Robbins, four catches, 66 yards, two touchdowns. And Isaiah Arrington, six catches, 91 yards, two touchdowns. At Harding Academy, Owen Miller, 15 of 17, 223 yards, two touchdowns, four carries, 89 yards, and two more scores. Isaac Baker had seven catches for 156 yards. All right, Keegan Vest at Cabot, 19 carries, 127 yards, two touchdowns. Caleb Green and Lamar had 16 carries, 122 yards, three touchdowns, and also threw a touchdown pass. All right, Zane Widener, Clinton, 20 carries, 193 yards, three touchdowns. In Fort Smith Southside, McLean, McLean Moody, 20 of 36, 237 yards and a score, and Amari Tucker, 21 carries, 138 yards and two scores. Jeff Reagan at Rogers, two rushing touchdowns, one passing touchdown, and a 90-yard kickoff return. That's pretty pretty spectacular. In Fayetteville, Mr. Drake Lindsay, 9 of 14, 219 yards, three touchdowns. Christian Setzer, 13 carries, 128 yards, and two scores. And Mason Spencer, four catches, 142 yards, and two touchdowns. Jacob Coleman at Robinson, 79-yard interception for a touchdown and one force or one fumble recovery. And then Quentin Murphy was 11 for 16 for 200 yards and th- three touchdowns. Bentville West, Mr. Dalton Rice, as Cable mentioned earlier, 28 of 38 for 216 yards and two touchdowns. All right, Gavin Gilbreth at Ozark, 11 carries, 123 yards, two touchdowns. In Gravit, Gabe Holmes, 18 carries, 137 yards and a score. Tyler McCormick from BB, 11 of 13, 228 yards and four touchdowns. And Luke Elsick in Farmington had four touchdowns. Not on the sure. Night. Not sure how he got them, but he had four. <laughs> <laughs> Bigelow's Ryan Hobbs, ninety-five yard touchdown catch and a thirty-yard touchdown run. Ashton Gray and Marion, two hundred forty yards passing and seven. That's right, seven touchdowns. And then Jalen Smith and Marion, one hundred twenty-three yards rushing and one score. Uh, Mayflower's running back Arturo Acosta, three rushing touchdowns. In Earl, Taron. Teron Hurst, 289 yards passing and three touchdowns. Hector's Brent Casto, 36 carries, 225 yards, six touchdowns. And a name we've heard many times on this list, KT Thomas from Mineral Springs, 163 yards rushing and four scores. Malik Matthews, 134 yards rushing and two scores. Ramaj Ware, 15 tackles, four of them for a loss, one sack, one forced fumble, one fumble recovery, 106 total on the year. On the year. Yeah, he's having an unreal year. Tracy Daniels at Russellville, 142 yards, two touchdowns. He also became the rushing record holder at Russellville. Very good. That's awesome. Congratulations, Mr. Daniels. In Stuttgart, Mr. Kane Price, 15 of 22, 388 yards and four touchdowns. Deontay Clark, six catches, 180 yards and two scores. And Jawan Terry, 21 carries, 201 yards, and two touchdowns. Elijah Newell from Maumel, nine carries, 65 yards, one touchdown. Four catch, 81 yards, one touchdown. Three picks. Wow. With a touchdown and a 76 kickoff return yards. He was all over the field. Everywhere. (laughs) And Arkadelphia, Cade McBride was 12 of 20 for 205 yards and two touchdowns. Had 12 carries for 78 yards and two more scores. D'Angelo Buckley had 12 carries for 87 yards. Kalari McClinton, three carries, 60 yards, a touchdown. Jay Purifoy, five catches, 107 yards, and a score. And Evan Bailey, two catches, 46 yards, and a touchdown. I texted Coach Shucker and said, hey, send me some stats, and he did. Yes, he did. A bunch. All right. Well, that will get us to our final week 
Nine. No, it's actually we got one more week. We week, do have yeah. week nine of our players of the week. Yep, one Jump, more week. Take it away. This. All right, seven A's Drake Lindsay from Fayetteville. Six A Ashton Gray from Marion. Five A Elijah Newell from Maumel. Four A Kane Price from Stuttgart. Three A Grayson Ely from Quitman and two A Brent Casto from Hector. So congratulations to those guys. I'll be sending your shirts out here in the near future. Yeah, and then also our Pick'em Challenge winner this week is Kevin Taylor from Mayflower, who I believe is from Greenbrier. Do you know him? I don't know. I just looked on Facebook and saw that he's from, but he lives in Mayflower. So congratulations to Kevin. And also your Pick'em Challenge winners, Junk was going to be reaching out to you for your email address so I can send you. We got him. Yeah, okay. So we'll send you some uh, instructions on the playoff brackets and how that's going to work. Yep, we got him. All right. All right, we're going to take a quick break when we get back college talk, and then we are done. Your insurance is only as good as your agent. At American Safeguard Insurance, we have excellent agents. I'm Tori Martin, Personal Lines Manager with ASI. Our team makes customer service a priority. American Safeguard Insurance does everything in-house, from personal to commercial, bonds to life and health. We will work fast and efficiently for you. Stop by and meet the ASI family in our new location at 1165 Bob Courtway Drive or visit americansafeguardins.com for a free quote. Experience more coverage, more savings, and more service with American Safeguard Insurance. All right, we're back here in the studio, Matt. You ain't got much time. Let us know what you got. (laughs) Well, we ain't got much to talk about. Hogs are back in action this week as they travel to the swamp, take on the Gators, who are 5-3. and Uh, Just got beat by Georgia, 43-20. to Another 11 a.m. kick. So maybe a different offensive mindset. Absolutely. I just heard that K.J.'s excited. Good. I'm I'm excited to see how Kenny Gotten does calling the shots. What if he comes out and does well and then we keep him there? I think it'd be great. It'd be awesome, wouldn't it? So the Bears lost a tough one on a sloppy, wet game on the stripes last Saturday. They lost to Tarleton uh, by two. Scored with 14 seconds left. Went for two and was unsuccessful. So uh, Bears have to win out to win the conference, but they still have a chance to do that. They yeah. travel to North Alabama this week uh, and play them at Florence at 4 o'clock. OBU beat Snoo 49-28. to Carter Mack had three catches for 89 yards and a score. He scored. Thursday night game. Yeah. Harding beat Southeastern 55-0. to Homecoming this week. Northwestern beat Oklahoma. I'm sorry. Henderson beat Northwestern Oklahoma 51-0. to And Arkansas Tech beat East Central 18-16. to So, that's a big win for Tech. Huge. Uh, Harding homecoming this weekend, play East Central. Okay. Oklahoma. So Very nice. Big one there. And that's going about wrap us up. We appreciate y'all listening. We will check you next week and be ready for the playoffs. Later on.